Blog Talk Radio. Keep doing your thing because you never know. I might be sitting at home with a chicken bone, see y'all on TV. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> I know them, you know. I go to one event, I got like five, six people, you know, booking me, blam, blam, blam. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I'm independent. And I am doing, I'm independent. And I'm like, wow, I'm doing it like on a big scale, like I'm a real artist. I'm like, what? But, hey, I spoke You are it. a real artist. You I am a real artist. artist. was written, and, and you know what, you know what, because I am, I'm so appreciative. You zeroed in Right where I really want the reader to get. That was the. That's really the reason why I wrote the book. I wrote I'm the book. Away. I told God I would be faithful about the spirit that He gave me, and that, and, and He wouldn't let me, re, you know, release it for some time. But if no one else gets anything out that book, get chapter nine. That's very, that's very, very simple. That's very, very simple. You know, oh. I talk nice to him. They call me Daddy, a.k.a. Disco, a.k.a. Disco, three times. And I say, I don't do no physical harm to them. I just threaten to take the food, the clothes, and the home from them. And they act right. Oh, oh. Okay, well, no. I was just thinking maybe you might have to clean house or something like that, but that's straight. Well, back in the old days when I first started, I, I used to use the duct tape and the clothes hangers and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I thought that, yeah, because that's an old tried and proven practice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I heard. <laughs> it's a national anthem. I make them all say before I put them on the street. They say, we are capable girls. The one you heard about. You fight with knives and forty five and broken bottles too. We uh take pickles girls, so who the hell are you? Oh mercy. Okay, I was just about to ask you that. Like what genre would you say most of your music um you know, I guess is in. I don't want to put you in a box or anything, but what do you feel that most represents your style of music? Well, the, Ron Hill, uh, who's one of my partners, and we formulate the Love Brothers. We've just finished our fourth CD as well. He lives in Virginia. He said it's a combination of jazz and hip-hop, which he calls jip Jop, which I registered and copyrighted right away. No, other than, other than the fact that... Um, you know, like you said, I've been, I've, I was sitting there, there was times when I was sitting beside him while he was doing his beats and everything, and, um, he's, you know, I, I don't want to call him his real name, K 
Taz has come a long way, and his music Thank you, is. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs>
since this pandemic yeah. started. Everybody wants to be a DJ and everything. But, uh, yeah, well, we need to continue. Let me to, say, being, being a DJ is not the thing about being able to do music. It's about being a musician and being able to uh, write songs, learn how to uh, be able to perform on an instrument as well as sing. And not many, not many people know that I can sing, but this album I'm going to be singing on the, I'm going to sing on this, this first album. You're going to hear my voice for the first time. And it's going to, it's probably going to make people just say, wow, he can sing. Yeah. Because I'm tripping too now. <laughs> How long have I known you and didn't know that? How long? Well, hey man, well, I've been knowing you for a minute. Sister, my my sisters will tell you. My sisters will tell you that I could sing because they heard me sing when I was a young boy. So <laughs> it's like right now I'm an adult. So this is like the whole entire new genre to me present myself to the audiences that's going to hear me perform as my voice on on a microphone. So it's going to be something worth hearing. <laughs> First, I'm okay, cool. I'm not nervous, but. It's just, it's just wild. Well, just uh, tag me when that thing drops for real, so I can, so I can hear it for real. Um, oh, yeah. I do. I, I did get five of you your song. I did get mm-hmm. five of your song, and uh, I'm gonna okay. play them because uh, remember we used to do. Remember when you first came in here, we only did thirty minutes, and then I had another guest. But you are sitting here the whole hour, dog. So. I got to get these songs in the whole hour. And the first song I want to play is uh, <laughs> Beat, Beat, Do That Thing. That's the one I oh, want to play. Yeah. That's, my, that's my music sister, Angela Angeli. And Angie did a job on this record. Uh, she worked with uh, uh, Curtis McLean, is a guy that did the house music anthem way back in the beginning of the house music uh, era. And he was actually singing the house music anthem on the record, but this time Angela okay. came and did something on his record called "Beat Do That Thing," and I just turned it around and just flipped it and just put the funk right on this whole entire thing called Funk House. And uh, Chicago is very well known for this type of funk in the house music that we play. And we, I mean, I just got seriously down in the dirt on this one, so that's how it got to be. Here we go. Do that thing.
Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> he keeps flashing with the video. <laughs> we yeah. went to the roof on that one. I'm talking the roof. I loved it when it Just first playing. when it first jumped off and I was dancing yeah. out in the seat. I was like, man. Yeah, I'm that. Hey, that that was that was just I just I just like snapped. That's all I can think of. I was just I just like said, so let's just bang this thing out, and make it what it is, and do what it do, and just let it rock. And that's how I got that. So you know, so they could do what it do. That's a yeah. beat beat do that thing. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Uh, no, so this this pandemic hit. Since this pandemic hit, have you been doing things different? And uh, have you been spending more time creating? Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I've been creating so much. I feel, I feel like I really, I feel like there's over ten thousand uh compositions right now for some odd reason because my my whole entire library is big, and I don't even know where to begin on the next project after this world group project is finished and put out there. I mean, fifteen songs is it's already already getting the introduction to who I am, but there's more to come out of me, especially with uh, remixes right. from other uh, artists and stuff. And uh, my my uh, my music sister Bernadette Cooper from Climax has a new song coming out later on called "All the Girls," and that's a remix I did something with uh, for that project as well. That's supposed to come out later, I think, this year. And she she okay. is flipping she's she's flipping on that. She loves what I did on that. She wants me to do an extended version of the uh remix. Which we're we're gonna put that together uh right now to before the uh, release is done. Well I'll, I'm sure I see it. I'm friends with so I'm sure I'll see it. Uh, she's a bad girl. I yeah. I love everything she's done. So yeah. yes, I, I, I love her style. Is, she, she she's a legend and main right of doing what she does in music, and especially when she knows the funk, she knows how to bring it as much as she can be able to swing it and make it what make 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 what it is out of it. She does a job every time. She's excellent in what she does. So uh. Since this thing did hit personally, what have what changes huh? have you gone through, man? Because uh, personally, since this pandemic hit, personally, not musically, uh, creatively, but personally, what changes have you gone through, dog? Because, woo, I've been I've well, been in the house I I... like Fred Flintstone. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell I'm you, for something. real, dog. This pandemic. This pandemic has been a big, a big turning point in my life that I had to go through. Because as far as everybody knows about me having the uh, the stroke, uh, the stroke in 2013 was actually the beginning right. of what I had to do to recover with. Uh, as I as I tell people with this pandemic, this uh, this coronavirus is actually. No stranger to what I already know what I've been through to be able to not breathe, to not be able to feel anything in my lungs, to be able to feel but just blood clots. Because that's basically, basically that's what the coronavirus is. It's basically blood clots in your lungs. P- 
people don't know that, right. but that's what it is. Because I, I, I was to tell you, I, I've experienced that when I was likely recovering from my stroke in 2013. I also had blood clots in my lungs, and I was having chest pains and not being able to breathe the same way as the way people are having trouble trying to breathe right now. And uh, having right. a flu shot being done, taken care of in 2019, I was able to keep that from uh, forming back into my lungs, having that blood clot symptom. And hey, hey, I was happy enough to know that that flu shot does work every time. So whatever Trump's saying about this uh, vaccine trying to come up through October is not, not he's not telling the truth. He really does not know anything about a vaccine for that. The basic thing that the vaccine is willing to go through is a flu shot to take. So I would I would suggest everyone to just go out and get the flu shot ASAP. And they'd be done with that, and that would be able to put them at a whole bunch of ease, not to worry about anything coronavirus for next year or 2021. They will not have any kind of problem. As long as they get the flu shot, they'll be fine. Yeah, I'm getting mine uh, on the 24th when I go to go back to the VA, so I'll be doing mine. Too. A, I did it uh, last that's the way year to do it. and realized, realized, hey. A black man ain't had a cold, and you know I had to think about it. And then I was like, "Look, I stopped going to the gym because Corona be in the gym." Because I know I caught many a cold in the gym, so that helped. You ain't never lied. I'm going to the gym. You tell the truth like it is. That's exactly what it is. It's basically in the gym. You're gonna find a virus attacking people with the sweats that they do with working on those uh, treadmills and all that stuff. It is right, basically right. what comes out of a person's skin bones to be able to have a coronavirus attack. You want to make sure that you're uh-huh. being having your health, immunizations, all that stuff. You want to make sure you get your doctor checkups and make sure you have your blood pressure pills, whatever you want to try to do to make sure that you're stabilized and working just towards right, right. The, the, formal, the formality of doing just right. You want to make sure you're okay. So I've been one thing. One thing we need to do is just all continue praying for each other to make sure we're okay. Because we have to make sure we keep our well, masks, we keep wearing our masks on, and keep on doing what we do to move forward. That's about it. Right. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're doing better, and I'm glad that you're staying safe, man. And because you know, there's some crazy people out here, even black people. Crazy he's trying to say that, uh, that, that, that the masks don't work. I'm like, what? I'm done with y'all, uh, man. Because the mask sure works. You don't, don't want a doctor. You don't want a doctor to what come they in doctor, and operate, doctor, and operate on you with the whooping cough. You better get a doctor, or else you ain't going to have no life to live, I'll tell you that much. Because people right now, Right. They up to talk about they don't need a mask. I said, well, guess what? People who said they don't need a mask, I've seen a couple of people already die for not wearing one. Okay, now tell me something else I don't know. Right, right. And you don't want a doctor coming in with the whooping cough, and his hands look like he worked on his car, just change some oil and operate on you. You don't want him to do that. No. So <laughs> what makes you think a mask don't work and cleaning your hands don't work? I don't understand. It works so, fine for me. Hey, your mask works fine for everybody. Wear the mask, people. I'm serious. Wear it, or else you ain't gonna have no life to live altogether. 
That's the music. Yeah, back to the music. That's the order. Back to the music. You, you were talking about Bernadette, and I took that. Uh, I got that "Get Up Off Me" by Climax. Explain that before I play. Oh, that was my first my first stint at remixing her in uh, Climax. When I gave her that remix, she was flipping like crazy over the track. I was like, well, okay, uh, Bernadette, uh, what are you saying? Say he brought the funk, Mike. You are incredible. I said, okay, Bernadette, thank you. I mean, I'm, I'm appreciating her because she, she, she's my. I'm a, I'm a big fan of her, her, her ways of uh, bringing climax to the table the way she did. I got. I mean, I'm thankful for have. I have to thank God for having her on hers. Seriously. Right. Well, here it is. She is as well as a cat. Climax is back. We know we were looking good. Oh, my God. We had every designer on you can think of. Gucci, Valentino, Dolce Gabbana, you know, the big boys. We're going out tonight. We're going to find us a man. Not just any man. A rich man. And then I was going to write. Oh, my God, we're looking good tonight. And everything is going right Cause we're going out too far Gonna work it all night Hey, here we go We're going all the way What the heck, I'm in a compass limousine I got my Gucci and my product Cause the girl gotta represent right Ooh, I pulled up to the club Everybody giving up As soon as I'm in the club There's a guy who starts bugging me
Hey kids, it's DJ Kaufmana from Radio Freakout in New York City. You're listening to ATAZP Live, courtesy of my digital brother from a different mother, TAZ. Yeah, this is ATAZP Live. Ah, uh, Mike, that jam, man, Yo. that thing was bumping. I, I think I got a ride with that one. <laughs> All right. Hey. I heard Bernadette's voice on there. I was like, yeah, I'm feeling that. I had to take a million leeches off of that song to make sure that it was not on Bernadette, make sure they were off her. So they got off and ran. Yeah, that was kind of nice, man. That was too much. Okay, now, you know, I told you before that I did music too. So... Okay. I wanted you to listen yeah, to a couple of snippets, snippets of some beats that I did. I just want your opinion on them. Uh, doing that love music the way I love music. Uh, this is it's no name man. particular. I'm just gonna play a little bit of it and ask your opinion. Here we go. Here go for it. That was a little bit of a a new beat that I had made a couple couple weeks ago. It sounds like some it sound like some Minneapolis funk right there. I like I like what I'm seeing on that. Yeah, yeah, and man. Uh, I've I made about over about three thousand beats. We've got a matter of fact, got a new CD coming out uh, October second. Mm-hmm. Seventeen tracks. I, I like uh, that. I like what I heard. The beat, the beat is fresh. I like that. Yeah, man. I, uh, like I said, I made that, and then I bought a new. I bought a the machine, and I'm trying to learn okay. it, right? And I, I just got mm-hmm. it like three weeks ago. I did nine beats on it, but I'm still like, okay, I'm still learning. <laughs> I'm like every 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 so often. I tell my wife, I'm going to like school you, now. It's it like you graduated out of that, man. You got something right there, so that's likely you got something right on top of that. That sounds like something you can deal with right there. You got something right there to work with. You can, work, you can really work with that. That sounds good. Yeah, I yeah. Really, I mean that. They, well, I appreciate it. Sounds really good. I appreciate I it, Jeff, because I've been making beats for a minute. 
Yeah, but uh, like I said, I got that machine. Now I gotta, I, I got, I gotta sit here and talk to my cousin. I, I, I told somebody I need to sit here with uh, some anointing oil, the Bible, and talk to Jesus and get and learn this machine, learn how to do this thing. Man, I tell you, when you're trying to switch hey, over to go, something go new, the book of you gotta read for real to open my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make that whole yeah, thing make you guys all together. That sounds fresh, right there. I like that. I like that beat. That beat was good. Like I was like digging that. I appreciate it, Mike. I I, I also appreciate it. the time the time that uh, you called in when I was doing my uh, yeah. my uh, dedication to Prince when he had passed away. I think it was a week after he passed away, and I was playing no, some. That's, uh, that's still, some still all- hits my heart a little bit about Prince because. Uh, Prince, Prince, man, I'm telling you, Prince taught me a whole lot of things growing up listening to his music from 78 to to the time he had gone. And it's like he was showing a lot of things that I was finding in myself to, to, to be able to do in the studio. And the way he was showing, right. the way he was doing, he just had it right there. He gave it to right. He's like, he says, here, Mike, take this, try this out, do, do something with that. And I just said, okay, I'll go with that. And it was just that um, Jesse Johnson, being from Rock Island, Illinois, uh, I knew his dad very closely because what it was right. that Jesse and I had, we, we, got, we got roots of knowing how the blues and rock and R&B go together to make a funky sound. And everybody knows that when they heard Jesse Johnson's music, you knew how funky he was when he was doing his thing with the Jesse Johnson review at the time. Uh, knowing how it is that you do musically to be musically into uh, the correction of what you do, you have to really know your craft in order to perform it as well as produce it and put it out there. And there's a way that Jesse did I just say that his way of doing with his uh, teaming up with Prince and learning from Prince and doing what Prince was doing. He was learning from Prince as much as I was learning from Prince. We were both learning from Prince. And the thing is, we all know that music is this actual learning language of the universal uh, gift that we all have as a whole to communicate with. And that's basically what music does. It actually communicates to you. And it does something with harmony as much as you know how to do it very creatively. And that's a great thing. Right. Right. Uh, like I said, uh, right. I appreciated you calling in and you, you chopped it up for a bit. Play some, uh, some prints that you you said that one, a couple songs, you was like, I ain't heard that one. But see, I used to dig back in the <laughs> crates and then somebody sent me some some uh, some prints that was a, a, some unreleased prints and bruh. Okay. I was listening to them when he was okay. still alive. You know what I'm saying? And then when right. I was in the army, brothers was coming back talking about, man, I went to the club in Minneapolis, man, Prince Club, and you hear something new in the club that you ain't never heard. I'm like, man, I got to go to this club. <laughs> you know, I wanted to go there so bad. Because of the fact uh, that I mean, you could hear the, some music the thing about Prince, that you never he had heard. So many tracks. Prince had so much music out, you didn't know where 
or when or what was going to happen when you heard this music. It's just that you heard something and you thought you were thinking you knew it, but you didn't because you actually knew it was brand new and it was just like spitting it right in your face. Right. So, like I said, I appreciate you. You called in and did that, man. Also, I want to play your song, My Everything, explain it before I rip it. Oh, Layla Hathaway, my girl. Wow. No, Layla Layla was was feeling this at the time on uh, Twitter, and I put it out there to let her hear it. She was just like, so she has to retweet. On this on this version of my everything, I mean, she was like eating it up, and she was loving the heck out of it. So Layla, I, if you're listening, Layla, I love you, girl. Let's do something together in the future whenever we get a chance. Okay, got you. Love you. This is my everything. <laughs>
yo. Of the album, Woke Group is the name of the album, 
And uh, my name is going to be changed with the 3000 on it. So the Mike Stone 3000 will be the title of the artist. We, the artist title will be Mike Stone 3000 instead of Mike Stone. Because there's a lot of Mike Stones out there. We had to put a 3000 on my name to make sure that it was different and be uniquely away from the rest of the other Mike Stones that are conflicting. You don't want to have no conflicts with my name being right. what it is. So actually being able to have me as Mike Stone 3000 is the way to go. And that's uh, how we're going to be able to separate from the uh, other competition being Mike Stone. We'll make it Mike Stone 3000 is now the official name that I'm going with. So that's where you'll hear me as. And the album, World Group, will be out in January 2021. So be on the lookout for that. And believe me, you're going to be really ecstatic to hear what's going to happen with this album. So I'm going to really blow in your face of letting you know. Maybe I, because there's a couple of TAZs out there. Maybe I should be TAZ 3000. <laughs> for real, for real. I, I do got the, well, I, there is a dude TAZ. named Taz that raps. There's a dude Taz, named Taz, Taz that raps. Taz 3000. Taz 3000. Like, I'm 3000. Yeah, I got you on that. I should say it funny, but I do have the little dashes in between mine. To separate, but maybe uh, I need to change it a little bit more. You see, see, you done well, you, gave me you, ideas, Mike. You need four thousand if you want. <laughs> you need four thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to say you thank you, man. Hey, thank, thank you, Mike. Tom. I appreciate you, you brother. Hey, I, You're a bad man. Hey, hey, I've never met you in you person, but I swear, I feel now, like I've known you for years. So okay. Say what now? I said, don't yeah, tell yourself short, because you're bad, too. I, I, I tried, baby. I tried. Uh, the last song I'm going to say, you're doing it. You're doing it. The last song I'm going to do, I, I want to play is uh, Mystery okay. Desire. Explain that, man. Oh, that's the that's an intriguing that song, title. Ooh, we. I'm gonna tell you something. Um, <laughs> that song came as a surprise to me because I had uh, a girlfriend that I was with that made me put the song out. What she did uh, with our relationship, she she went to so many obstacles that went to the to a very high point that I felt so much sensation with her being my girl. She was able to make me do a song like this to make the song become what it is. And the way the song is being what it is, it's just the way it is. It's a mystery in the groove as much as it's being the song being called Mystery's Desire because it has so much desire in the song. I said, this is this song has such desire. It's a mystery to my own account, and that's why I had to call it Mystery Desire the way it had called it right now. So basically, that's the reason why the song is titled that, because of her. Well, th- thank you again, Mike. Like I said, I appreciate your Amen. family for coming through. Thanks. Mike Stone, this I is Mystery you. Desire. I appreciate you. All right. It's all good, bro. All right, bro. Thank you for so much.